to the Animation Happy Hour. A podcast where we talk about breaking into the animation industry over a couple of drinks. All opinions and views expressed in this podcast are solely our own and are not representative of the companies for whom we work. My name is Ben. My name is Katie. And my name is Garrett. And we're all currently animators at Disney. So today... Uh, we have to thank everybody. We put out a very last minute, we put out a call for um, drink ideas for today's topic. And we had so many amazing responses. Yeah. So thank quickly, you. too. Yeah, there's some great ones. There was um, one of my favorite ones that from at uh, Scohud uh, on Instagram was just in general, critiki cocktails or critiki drinks. Yeah. I love fantastic love that's great uh we had feed jack <laughs> instead of feedback like feed jack <laughs> oh that's oh, okay. great yeah. very feed fun a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> uh g and feed instead of g and t <laughs> g and feed oh. yeah um assessment <laughs> kind of like assessment i don't know there were some of them were you know, we had varying <laughs> levels of creativity, and but we loved them all. And thank you yeah, so much thank for you. to those Wait, that responded. Say what Kim Hazel's was, because yeah. I really liked Kim Hazel. Thank you, Kim Hazel. Yeah, Kim's was great. <laughs> she responded with the a drink that's called "This Works," but what if we dot dot? Oh, uh. <laughs> said the classic and reply. It should be called the lateral note. Yes. Which, oh, that's great. a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. So very relevant to today's topic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's kind of what we're actually drinking because we're not drinking any of these. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So what did we end up going with, Garrett? You made it for us. <laughs> <laughs> we basically just have a vanilla mint mojito. Or Ooh. vanilla, by saying vanilla, I just mean a basic mint mojito. Yeah, I, I was going to say, oh, I didn't know there. <laughs> I didn't taste the hints of vanilla in this drink. Yeah, I spent too long making this, but I hope oh, it's oh, delicious. Well worth it, as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Yeah, but we it's not to say that these suggestions weren't great. I think I was just too lazy. I was at the store, <laughs> and I was like, I have some white rum. So I feel like there's probably some tiki drink that basically mojito right yeah yeah that works and yeah so uh, if you couldn't already tell our episode today is about feedback Mm -hmm. and this one is very this episode is going to be very different because we really don't have much in the way of like a structure for this one it's more going to be just like a conversation between all three of us we just wanted to try that out and see see how it goes so we've all written questions that none of us have seen. So it's going to hopefully be a little more organic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little more spontaneous, but feedback, we thought it would be a cool episode because there's so much to talk about with regards to like, you know, when you get feedback in school, when you get feedback professionally and like dailies and it's such a huge part of our industry and yeah. our, in, in any like artist industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just so much to talk about with giving it, with receiving it too. Definitely. Um, but maybe to kick it off, like just as kind of like an icebreaker for this episode, like, I guess, uh, why is feedback important? I will just raise that question to us three, Ooh. just as a starter, you know, like, wh- do we feel it's important? Why is it important? I'm curious what you guys think. Good question. Yeah. I have some thoughts right off the bat. Yeah, I'll, go I'll for it. I'll just jump in. Do it. I'll say definitely for myself, I, whenever I'm doing anything, whether it's, uh, a drawing or an animation or model or anything, I usually become very quickly become blind to big issues <laughs> that to yes. other people are are obvious right away. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so me, so for me, I love it for just like a quality check to, you know, usually even, even if I'm not necessarily having what I, what I think if I'm having like a problem in a particular area, I'll still show it after I've been working on it for like a week or depending on how long the shot is for something just to say, okay, I've been staring at this for a week by myself. What do you think when you look at it? And, and yeah, usually it'll reveal some, some issues or things that could be better. Totally. Yeah. And that could be for, you know, there are different categories of feedback too. So that could be for creative feedback, like on the acting Uh, or the beats or whatever you have in your animation, or it could be for technical feedback too, which is kind of more craft based and like, oh, here you could adjust the timing or push this pose or whatever it is. So you could, it's always good to have that gut check um, when you're yeah, working on something on your own and make sure you're kind of generally heading in the right direction for both of those kinds of feedback. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if there is a way to improve without any external yeah. feedback because we could just, you know, I guess you can kind of animate in a vacuum and just um, do that forever. And I, I don't know, I feel like there would be kind of like a cap where you, your skill stops. But then when you get feedback, you kind of learn from it. And then you it causes you to grow. Um, and that's kind of the wonderful part about animation is that you, you learn from everyone around you. So yeah, I think um, these are all very valid and good responses to my icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so organic. <laughs> I didn't know, that you know that. No, that's great. You know, in terms of like, in the professional world, too, so often the feedback is not even necessarily like, oh, here's a way you can grow in your craft. A lot of times it's like, is what you're doing uh, going the right direction for like this bigger thing you're a part of? Mm-hmm. So whether you're working on a commercial or a video game or a movie, usually there's like a creative head, whether that's the director or the client or whomever, where you'll get feedback a lot just to make sure that what you're doing kind of falls within the grand vision of whatever you're, you're working on. So kind of another category of Mm -hmm. it that that could be applicable yeah it's not necessarily all about personal growth it's like just the practice the like the reality of being in a job it's like okay is this like satisfying the vision of this person so it's not necessarily yeah that makes sense yeah and then for students like you want to make sure that you're growing as a student and learning and really the only way you can kind of learn what you're you're not doing maybe not doing correctly or you could be doing better or make something stronger like you have to show your teachers and get feedback there um, sometimes show your classmates and get feedback so um, in that scenario it is very much yeah completely growth-based um, just to make sure that you are yeah continually improving upon your work bringing up the whole student element I think it's I was thinking about this as we were talking about this topic and I feel like it's the natural tendency of students um, and it, probably the natural tendency of everyone to be immediately defensive when they mm. get like a note or, get, mm-hmm. you know, get feedback because it, it feels so personal. You're just yeah. like, oh, you're, you know, you're giving a critique on myself. It's not really <laughs> about my work. Yeah. Um, so it, I feel like as professionals, it's kind of like up to us to sort of, you can feel those things, but then sort of like um, mask it and just go forward and be professional and try to like, you know, just integrate the feedback as best as you can. I mean, have you guys had experiences where like 
I mean, I'm sure in school and stuff, like it's hard when you get like major notes. Yeah, I, th- I think you're constantly one when you're receiving feedback from me, at least I, I have this internal calculation where I'm figuring out how much work the note will be to incorporate while the person's saying it. And it's very hard <laughs> yeah. to turn that part of your brain off. And then you, from there you're thinking, Oh, will this cause me to go past my deadline or will I have to throw stuff away? And, um, and it is hard to kind of turn that off, but ultimately I think your brain kind of does this thought loop where you get back to, okay, okay. Like this is just in the spirit of making everything better. Um, and usually <laughs> I feel like we talked about this before, but you, you very often have a knee jerk reaction where at the beginning you're like, no, I don't need to do that. Or that's a stupid idea or, Oh, like I, I really don't want to do that. And then eventually you gradually realize once you really think about it. Um, and sometimes once you start incorporating it that, Oh, okay, this is actually a better idea <laughs> and, um, it's totally worth incorporating and you kind of understand where that person's coming from kind of going off of that actually i'll ask um have you guys ever been in a situation where like kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about with like getting you know a big uh, a whole list of notes in like Mm -hmm. school or professionally have you ever been in a situation where let's say you're in dailies and you get a bunch of, or there's a lot of conversation and some of it's like, might be a lot of notes or, or it's just the director like wondering about if it should be more this way or that way or something. Mm. Then you leave dailies and you're confused, <laughs> you know, and totally. I, I'm interested in how you guys handle that then for when you get feedback and you're not quite sure of like what direction mm. to take now, either as a professional or student. Mm. Yeah. Like the too many cooks thing, you yeah. know, where you're just like, ah, sure. oh, there's so many ideas. I feel like when that happens to me, I always kind of have like a touch base with my supervisor and I like, I'm like, it it might even be in rounds or something, but I'm like, we just actually, this happened recently where I, it was a little bit of that. And I, yeah, I always chat with my supervisor and I'm just like, Hey, this is what I took from the meeting. Do you feel the same way? And usually that's so helpful that like 10 minute meeting that we'll have, then I'm like, okay, like I wasn't really hearing what they were hearing. And, you know, obviously sometimes it can be, there's been times where like y- you hear different things and you go with like what the supervisor wants, but then what you thought was right. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh crap. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Cause <laughs> right. yeah. that's happened, but it's just like, then I guess it's the beast of being in a involved in a studio where there's so many, like there's like a hierarchy, you know, and everyone has a sure. voice, but I, that's what I try to do in those situations. Is that yeah. what you do, Katie? Yeah. I think that's usually the first thing I do is talk to the soup and clarify notes. And then, um, sometimes if it's really confusing, I will just do multiple versions and bring it back mm. because mm. I'm, I can tell everybody's kind of still figuring out the shot and doesn't maybe doesn't really know what they want yet. And maybe it just kind of requires bringing in multiple versions and um, giving people a spectrum. <laughs> or, yeah. I've done that a bunch of times, actually. Um, it's funny. I, I remember I had a shot on frozen two where Elsa was falling um, and or this was after Elsa had sort of come back to life and was thawing and falling into the ocean. And they weren't very clear on how awake she should be. And mm. 
and I kind of did multiple versions of how conscious she was the moment she hits the water, um, just because it was very hard to find the line that they were wanting because um, the directors were kind of describing that she's not conscious yet, but then they would act it out in their chairs and it clearly was sort of like she was, you know, moving her limbs and that suggests some consciousness. Mm -hmm. So, so in that scenario, I did bring multiple versions back and, and that helped and they did kind of pick the most conscious version that I brought back. So, um, and uh, yeah, I've, it's a time consuming tactic, but sometimes it's like the only way forward is to do that is, just say, okay, I don't know exactly what they want, so I'll just give them options. Especially when they have probably a very specific idea of yeah. what they want, and you're like, okay, I feel like if you almost like want the person to be like next to you while you're mm-hmm. like animating, <laughs> so you can be like, tell me exactly <laughs> totally. what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a good question, Ben. How about how do you deal with that? I'm curious. Gosh, I would say similarly. Yeah, and and sometimes. I thought what Katie said was was really great with doing the different versions. Of course, if there's not time for that, right. I would say just go for kind of combine what you guys both said. Yeah. Like, you know, just touch base with a supervisor or something so you don't go in totally alone. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can just mock up something quickly. And then I would try to bring it back and say, hey, this is still rough. It's not really like yeah. necessarily a step forward. It's just kind of a, you know, the new idea. And before I go much farther with it, I want to see if you if you feel like this is more in the vein of what, what you were thinking about. Um, so yeah, yeah. But I thought what both of you guys said was great. What was the worst feedback you've ever been given? And by worst, I mean the, like, um, the most harsh, I guess I would say. Gotcha. <laughs> Sorry to just like throw no, that to you guys. It's juicy. It's a Man, juicy. I'm trying to think. And take your time. I think I know one (laughs) right off was when I was in school, one of my professors, um, I think I was falling into that trap that we've talked about on previous episodes, which is where sometimes you're not comparing yourself to like enough people. And you might be like, you just happen to be in class and you're doing like, okay, compared to your peers. Um, Not really thinking about the fact that when it comes time to it, apply for jobs you're going to be competing against not only your peers in that class but mm. kind of the rest of Everyone. the world too yeah. possibly um so i remember one of my professors once sat down and looked at my blocking for an assignment and i was feeling like decently confident about it but there were like some <laughs> obvious problems with it you know just mm. stuff i hadn't gotten to yet hadn't like animated the fingers or stuff you know like unnecessary basic, stuff. <laughs> exactly right but uh, and this professor just said uh Okay, it's not looking bad, but I would definitely not hire you. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I was like, whoa. And it was like a slap in the face. Uh, But they were 100% right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of what I needed to hear at that point was like, no, you need to be producing work or Mm -hmm. shooting to produce work that you feel, you know, everything you're trying to do should be in service of like your demo reel and getting a job and you know, mm. obviously certain things you do just for the learning ex- exercise. So there's space for that. But especially when it comes time that you're, you know, producing shots that you hope will someday get you a job, um, you need to kind of be thinking in those terms that like, you know, it, it needs to be at the highest possible quality that you can bring it to. And if there's like 
obvious problems that even you can see on your own, it definitely means people yeah. in the review room will see it. And I don't totally. say that to be like paralyzing or, or freak anybody out, but I just feel like for myself, I would kind of willingly overlook some things sometimes and be like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But that like snapped me out of it. For me, I I can't point to any one single time. There are a couple of things I could bring up. One is I've I have been lucky that I haven't had anything like super harsh happen to me in dailies or or rounds or reviews. But um, what I can speak to is I feel like there are times where you kind of get like a lukewarm reaction oh, or like, <laughs> yeah, like a lukewarm approval where are, oh, yeah. like they give you notes and then at the end are kind of saying like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess I don't have to see that again. And you're just sort That's of like, you know, when you're a student and you picture an approval, you think, you know. Fireworks. Yeah, fireworks <laughs> and confetti yeah. and balloons are going to fall from the ceiling. But sometimes, you know, the directors are tired and yeah. they've been making decisions all day. And um, and they, yeah, they don't have the most energy <laughs> when they approve your work. So I've certainly had that happen and you kind of leave and then you're like, wait, did I get an approval? Did that happen? I, I <laughs> the check with your soup. Like, like, <laughs> like I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then this wasn't harsh and I like agreed with it, but it was sort of difficult to receive. I got like personal personality feedback that was like um, that I should be more confident. Mm. And it's difficult to receive because when you're somebody who's insecure, you're like, uh, what does that mean? Like, how do I do that? Like, I can't just, you know, flip a switch and be more confident. But it was sort of like speaking to, um, I guess, things like not second guessing my work in messages or when I present mm. it and not and giving like fewer caveats and um and that sort of thing. And it's certainly like a very uh, personal kind of like very subjective <laughs> thing mm -hmm. to measure and to adjust. And, um, and it was good feedback because it did kind of make me think like when I send a message twice about like how many, you know, caveats I put or how many smiley faces, exclamation points, whatever, and just like <laughs> try to be, make sure I'm not sort of shooting myself in the foot in any way, mm. because sometimes what I was finding when I was younger and a newer animator was I would caveat about something like, I don't know, facial animation or whatever. And then it wouldn't come up and, mm. and the, the person reviewing would say, Oh, I didn't even notice. So, so you kind of realize, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't draw attention to so many things. And like, they kind of know like at this early stage that you're not going to get to facial anim or finger anim or something. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And like how many times have we been in a situation too, where we caveat something and then like the director mentions it anyways. And you're like, yes. <laughs> and you, you don't want to be like, yeah. mention this in my <laughs> caveat. <laughs> so I, I yeah, get that. Which isn't to say that you can't caveat, but I just basically kind of simplified and reduced my caveats um, going in. Yeah. Yeah. So That's it was really good, good feedback, but it was kind of like, 
yeah, sort of hard to receive. <laughs> That's interesting. Bring up the like personality. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can you change the all of you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Not that that's what it was. Garrett, really do you funny. have a, a solid story of course? Not, it's probably similar stuff to you guys. I, um, one was just, I've gotten like this sucks before uh, from like a, no. a employer and it yeah. just like, no specifics as to why it sucks, gotcha, but it was yeah. just like, this sucks. And I think it was just like the person was in a bad mood and just like uh, was yeah. being kind of like alpha, yeah, you know, sure. being like, what are you doing? Well, it's good for listeners to know that that's out there. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And like, I think we're all in studios now that are very nice. Everyone is yeah. like, even if you get a harsh critique, it's like, you know, you're going to, f- well, you're not going to feel good after it, but because, <laughs> but it's yeah. not like you're going to feel like personally attacked, but there are so many places where that's not the case. And that is a good reminder for people. Like you're going to get that. Um, and I guess in that situation, I think I did, I was like, well, what about it sucks? Like, what should I do to change it? Good on you for like spinning it into, or trying to spin it into (laughs) a construct. I didn't know what else to do. I was like, yeah, yeah. But, um, there was that one. And then another one in school, I just remember, um, there's this teacher, that I had. Um, and whenever he saw something bad in class, like I could tell his like tell when he saw something bad is he would direct a question at the student who was showing the work and be like, so Garrett, what do you think is wrong with this? (laughs) (laughs) So I've gotten that and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like the worst thing. But I think like that it was harsh, but like kind of what Ben was talking about, I feel like it did motivate me to be like, okay, like this is not acceptable. I need to like up my game. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. It's people, I think people have different reactions to different types of critique. Like there's like supervisors or heads that are very more like intense. And then there's some that are more nice. And I think people have different reactions to that. I feel like, I don't know. I'm curious about what you guys think about this, but sometimes I feel if I have like a really intense supervisor or teacher or something and they're really harsh, I like like that more in a some way because I when I please them with my work, I like know 100% that I'm like, <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm like nailing that, but I feel miserable throughout it, but I still do better work. And then with someone who's like more nice, I can be more insecure about my work. Gotcha. Even though I feel better and I'm like, is this good? I don't know. I don't curious if that's even a, worth entertaining of that thought. No, I think well, you raise yeah. a good point. There's it's an interesting like topic of uh, giving feedback and what's the best yeah. way to give it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely um, been in situations where I, I have felt like, yeah, sometimes with, with nicer people, you know, I appreciate that they're being nice, but I'm like, okay, do they really mean it's like, final or are they just being nice or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah versus there are certain soups and stuff i've had where they're not being mean but they're just very open about this doesn't work right now or like yeah no this part looks bad and and you just <laughs> yeah. generally know when those people are like okay it's okay now you can final it you can trust it more <laughs> yeah, yeah. So i totally get that i mean i think there is definitely a spectrum like i don't think you need to be an asshole ever when yeah. when giving feedback and you can certainly not hold back notes and give every note that comes to you and not approve something until you really think it's done, but you don't have to be a jerk about it, which, you know, can happen. But I feel like there are a lot of uh, soups and heads that we work with that are good about 
juggling that line where they yeah, certainly definitely. don't hold back giving you feedback and give you drawovers, but they're also, you know, <laughs> nice and warm about it. Yeah. Um, so, but I totally get what you're saying about the opposite end of the spectrum where someone's super nice and gives you no notes and then you're kind of left questioning, wait, something's wrong here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's something I could improve on. Um, and then you feel a little suspicious that like, oh, maybe like we're really crunched. So they're not giving as many notes or, <laughs> um, so I totally see both sides. Yeah. And it kind of, this sort of dovetails into the whole compliment sandwich yeah. type conversation. Mm-hmm. I was, I wanted to ask you guys like what your thoughts on it were. And I don't know why we call it compliment sandwich. It's really kind of like more critique sandwich or like shit sandwich because we don't define the sandwich <laughs> right. by the thing on the outside. That's true. You don't call it a bread uh, sandwich. That's yeah. 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 But what are your, I'm curious what you guys think about the compliment sandwich. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's, I appreciate it. I don't know that it has to be that exact order, but I appreciate a balance of yeah. complimenting something and not holding back the critique. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I'm kind of in the same boat. I I feel like you can tell when people are being like super formulaic about it. And it's like, mm. okay, I'm just going to say a nice thing because I have to and then get to the meat of it. And then I'll just end with a nice thing. So I, I guess similar to what yeah. Katie was saying when you said like it doesn't necessarily have to be that order. Mm. It's like it doesn't always have to be like the perfect yeah. sandwich. But just I generally do appreciate a little bit of balance, even if it – but it – it can be like super light too on the positivity, even if it's like, okay, fix this, 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 and this. But like, I think it'll be like in a good spot or like, I like the way you're going overall or something yeah. like that. And that's usually like, enough. I see what you're like, going for. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, oh, that's a fun expression. Like just something. Just something. Yes, like, give so me that, something. Yeah. How do you feel, Garrett? I, I was getting to you more like, no, I completely agree with you guys. I actually am very pro compliment sandwich if done in a genuine way because yeah. even if it is superficial, like I appreciate it, you know, because yeah. I it's so, I don't know, even uh, we've been in the industry for a while, but getting, you know, a lot of notes can be so, feel like a personal attack or whatever. Yeah. But getting just, I don't know, having the sense that, okay, there is something okay about this. There's something good. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, yeah. I think a lot of... Um, Europeans in our industry that we work with might disagree. Like I've definitely had conversations where they, I've talked to European friends, animators (laughs) and they say, I just want to know the notes. Like don't have to like waste time, like complimenting me on something. Like just tell me the notes and maybe it's, yeah, an American distinction where where we're we're a little bit, (laughs) you know, or we've got a bit of a, thinner skin what would sensitive. you say yeah, more maybe. sensitive yeah <laughs> <Might be. laughs> it's it's weird too because like there are some it, giving notes is such or giving feedback is such an art because there are some mm-hmm. people who have given me notes and i feel like energized and like excited and it's it's almost like fun to get the notes mm-hmm. from that person mm-hmm. and then there's others where it's not that way and like i honestly i feel like that's probably the trick to being a supervisor mm-hmm. or something is yeah. like knowing how to do that i don't i have no idea how sure. to do that yeah. but on the flip side fun question what's the best feedback you've ever received 
Or what are your like shining Ooh. moments that you oh my god go back to? Like if you had to fly on a broom in Harry Potter, what is the moment <laughs> you would oh recall? because you have to like think about yeah. everything? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking? About? <laughs> well, I've flown on a broom. I don't know. Or like your animation highlights. Yeesh. Don't be humble. Nothing has happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) What is good feedback? Oh my gosh. Can I, Garrett, I can think of one for you. If you, we don't have to include it if, uh, if you're too shy about it or something. Sure. sure. But I I can't think of one now. I'm so humble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? Tell me about how good I am. (laughs) Um, it's funny that you can't think of it because to me it like came right to mind because it was such a cool thing. What? Simon Otto with Cloud Jumper. Oh with, yeah, okay, with, uh, I know. Really, that's like, amazing, <laughs> right? Like yeah, yeah. Will Wait, you tell it? What was it? Well, I, 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 I might tell it incorrectly, so I don't want to say exactly. Oh, okay. But uh, but I can like set you up so you don't feel like you can, like, <laughs> or anything. Oh my god! But gosh. it was like a. A pretty long, very cool, probably the longest acting shot on a feature you had done up to that point, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. for like an actual movie, movie, aside from a test or something. Yeah. Are you, you're talking um, about the shower cloud jumper comes and lands and then picks up the thing or which one are you? No, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, now I'm talking no, about... What are you talking about? I'm talking about <laughs> when they're on the mast of the ship toward the beginning of the movie. And oh, the guy's like, uh, oh, I'm hurt. I'm very hurt. Oh right? yeah! They react to it. Yes. Was that is that not correct? The road I'm going down. I think the shot that I recalled was the <laughs> one where he. It's like a mechanic shot where he like comes and and lifts the like oh, thing okay. or oh, the, the ceiling, net. The, the net. Gotcha. But but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was a maybe that was a good shot too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can't no, say. I'm going through all the times. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me. Oh, okay, well, what's in my head, it, maybe I have the shots mixed up, but what's in my head is that uh, you like showed the initial pass for it and he was like, oh man, it's just, it's perfect. It's great. And he like patted you on the back <laughs> out for it. I think that was the the roof shot. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, okay. But both shots are just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, that basically the gist of it was like, I, yeah, I showed and um, yeah, Simon Otto was happy with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> It felt good, and I could because he's he's a harder guy to to please. I would say yeah. um, because yeah. he was very particular about mechanics, especially with dragons. Like, you know, we had to go through like flight school, which was this two week course of like how um, uh, different animals kind of that we used for the dragons, like how they move and stuff, and how things fly and the the physics of flight. So he was very like particular, and obviously Ben knows. But um, that shot, it was like a very physical shot of cloud jumper with his like four wings picking up um uh, the roof of this mat this like rope roof thing and i don't know maybe we can post in the show notes or whatever but like yeah. it was <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't know why so i'm gonna cut that out immediately <laughs> i hate that, that. i'm no, cutting that I, out i think the listeners are not going cutting to want anything to see it, in this episode you know i i, 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 I sound like such an asshole <laughs> i'm laughing all of this because insane. you laughed not because <laughs> all right all right <laughs> Whatever, we're not cutting because I said we're not cutting. Um, but yeah, it was just a nice moment. And um, 
Um, I wanted to think of a moment now with and Ben. And he never washed his back again. <laughs> <laughs> and back. he was shirtless that day. So <laughs> <laughs> Simon's oh like, really God. good shot, but I think they're, I think you're not supposed to be shirtless in the studio. Actually, um, I can Katie, do you have one off the top of your head? Uh, well, recently I had oh. a good one. And it, it was very nice because... Um, we just came off a of crunch, so I've been a little tired and a little burnout, but I just started on a new project, which I think has been announced now, the Zootopia Plus series. Oh, yeah. Um, for for Disney Plus, so I'm working on that. And uh, without going into any specifics on my shots or anything, I just showed blocking pass of my current shots packet, and the head of animation said that he thought I hit a quintessential truth Oh, that I had discovered something in one of my shots. So that felt really good because I super duper respect this animator and and had never worked with him. So I was a little nervous to show and really wanted to impress him. So that was great. That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) I'll keep that one. And hopefully I didn't just fabricate that memory and it's not one of those (laughs) things where you're like just remembering or you heard what you wanted to hear. (laughs) He didn't say any of those. I know. Or like, what if it was a different person and I thought it was, but anyway, yeah. That's amazing. Very nice to hear. Didn't you show like, first look and it got approved or is that what you just said I'm yeah saying, i okay. i showed my seven shot packet and all of them got approved it first <laughs> look which is happy. rare that never <laughs> happens amazing you know this kind of um dovetails again garrett used that word a while ago and i've been waiting to use it too <laughs> i liked it it's perfect um dovetails too i also wanted to bring up um we so often think about feedback as this one-way street where, you know, what's the mm. worst feedback we've gotten, the best feedback we've gotten, how does it make us feel? But giving feedback is incredibly draining as well. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of be vulnerable to give feedback too, because the person you're giving it to can always look at you weird and be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, so I think I would love for us to just chat a little bit about your strategies for receiving feedback or, or, if you've given feedback at any time and you particularly mm. appreciated or it kind of rubbed you the wrong way, how somebody received it. Mm. I think that's super important because especially yeah. like working at a studio or something, it, it's not just one way. Like it totally, how you do it at the studio is also like how you make the supervisor feel. And, you know, like mm. working together goes both ways you know so yeah wait but first you have you can't just skip i know that's why i was oh, no. smiling i was like ben come on oh. you ben have to say your best animator. feedback no, we can't. No. No. Ben did. i saw what you did there Got it. i wanted to use dovetail no okay i knew you were trying to sneak past okay i'll do a quick one um on on raya one of the last shots i animated was um in the sequence kind of toward the beginning when, when Sisu is first like awakened and stuff. And she is, there's a shot where she is saying like, she's being kind of self deprecating and and talking about herself, but it's one where she's, there's some acting going on, but also a good amount of mechanics Mm because you can see the whole dragon's body. Um, and I like love stuff like that, especially like creature mechanics and stuff. Mm -hmm. I haven't done a ton of it, but I just love whenever I get the chance to it to do it. So I met with a supervisor beforehand and chatted with them and I was like, Hey, what are your kind of hopes and dreams for this and whatever? And 
um, because the uh, project the, or the the sh- movie as a whole was pretty crunched. Um, I felt like a lot of the research the supervisor for her uh, for Sisu did like didn't we didn't get to really delve into it a ton, even though he had done all this awesome like research up front about how he'd like her to move and act, and he had so he took that time to send me like all this reference material he had been cobbling together mm-hmm. from like Oliver and company and um, uh, lady in the tramp and lion King and all the, all these movies where you have quadrupeds that are acting yeah. and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I did a blocking pass for that. And one of the highlights was definitely just chatting with him uh, about that for the first time, because he was like, Oh man, like, when you know when we first wanted to do a dragon movie i was hoping there'd be shots like this in it where you kind of get to balance both the acting and the mechanics and and so that was just for me like one of the coolest moments and the director hated it but (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) it was was in the trailer yeah that's in the trailer (laughs) such a good shot but um but yeah just really and it also just felt so collaborative too because we had Mm. met beforehand and chatted about it so for me that was one of my favorite yeah that's a great one that's a oh thanks that's guys. a very good one and that's a great shot we should we should post that post <laughs> and we'll have to post katie's under nda oh yeah <laughs> maybe that's, that's, i don't uh, even know maybe a couple of years out. maybe <laughs> years Someday. yeah but anyway so now back to what i was trying to ask before <laughs> oh right could you guys talk a little bit about uh receiving feedback and how you do so maybe in a way that you feel like and I feel like I'm kind of fumbling with the wording, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like we, yeah, gracefully receiving it. Um, yeah, I try to be as agreeable as possible. And I, I take notes and I do a lot of like visible nodding and, and oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I do a lot of <laughs> little affirmations, I guess. And, um, if I'm ever confused about something, I, try not to be shy about saying, oh, do you mind? Could we quickly clarify? Um, did you mean this when you mentioned that? Or was it more like this? Or I'm sorry, I just kind of missed that part or whatever. And um, and on the flip side, I've given feedback to some students and um, I, I don't, I haven't done a lot of live feedback, but generally um, the only thing that, rubs me the wrong way, which I think students maybe are more prone to. And, and I, I feel like maybe I was guilty of this when I was a student. It was sort of saying things like, well, I can't do that because I've already done this or yep. like, um, sort of just disagreeing with the note right off the bat and <laughs> making it clear that it was kind of more from a place of like not wanting to redo something, which kind of comes off as lazy um, or like, I, well, I really meant it this way or, mm. um, and, and some, and it's totally okay sometimes to argue a note, um, or kind of defend what your intent was sometimes, but it's just a tone thing almost. I, it's hard to describe. I'm so glad yeah. you're going down that path though. Cause that basically everything you said was like <laughs> intricacies I was looking for with like, yeah. you don't just have to be a bobblehead. And be yeah, like, yeah. You don't okay, have okay. to not and agree with everything, but yeah, just the way you do it um, yeah. or the way you ask for clarification or whatever. Sorry. I'm just reiterating everything you said. Now, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Great. I, there's a lot of kids 
kids, children. And uh, <laughs> a lot of students um, that I, I had seen or heard of kind of give the excuse of like, the rig can't really do that. So uh, I can't. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, the rig can do that. You know, like yeah. Yeah. you can add more of a smile to the, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Or even if you don't feel like it can, I think that's a situation then where it'd be so great to show that you at least tried, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, here's, here's what's happening. Here's how it's breaking. I really want us to be on the same page here, you know, versus just preemptively being like, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes what might be better to say is like, oh, yeah, I, c- I can definitely play with that. Like it, this yeah. this rig can be a little challenging or or whatever, but like I, I can play with that and see what I can come up with or. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have something uh, I would love to try. It's a little, maybe a little strange. But I, I, Very curious. So, so, yeah. So we've gone back and forth about, you know, giving and receiving feedback and we will continue to talk about it and just acted out some of the things we, how we would do it. I would love if we would do a quick role play. Oh my of, God. So my reason is when I was in school, it was always so, such like, so mysterious what dailies was like, you know? Yeah. Um, and you hear like, oh, you show your shot to the director. But like, what does that mean? How does it happen? <laughs> yeah. So I would love to do a role play if you guys are up for it. And you don't have to. Role play. Do not consent. But <laughs> where if Garrett's Improv. okay with it, he's showing his oh, shot <laughs> to... Katie, the director, and I will be the production coordinator, like running the meeting, running daily. Of course you are. (laughs) We can can switch if you want. (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. So Garrett, I'll give you a second if you want to like think of like, so I'm the animator. You're the animator and it's whatever. My shot's horrible, right? Like it's it's up to, well, it's actually, it's up to the director. Gosh. Okay. um, Yeah. And however you want to play it, Katie. All right, I'll do like, my best not to giggle. But. <laughs> okay, hey, sometimes directors giggle. That's we can act true. like it's a funny I'm shot. Gonna laugh at yeah. shot. It's like a very dramatic moment. <laughs> just, that's right. But um, you know, you don't have to describe the shot if you don't want or anything. I would love if it was just like as verbatim yeah. as it usually happens in the dailies okay, room. I think that could be kind of cool out. for people. Yeah. I feel like it'll be very boring for my, my reaction. I'm just thinking of how I talk to a director. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, but exactly. maybe that's good. That's good. I'm going to try to milk this as best I can. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, even this is a good lesson. Sometimes you yeah. show and it takes 45 seconds and sometimes it takes 25 minutes, you know, yeah. which we'll try to keep ours under. Well, yeah. Minutes. Okay. But right. just let me know when you guys it, What do you think is wrong with this? Okay. Wait. So, okay. So this is like, I'm the animator now and I'm, I'm, I'm introducing my shot to Katie. Yeah, so first, I I will toss it to you because I'm running this meeting here. So I'm the production coordinator. So usually you have like some sort of production person kind of (laughs) showing the different shots. And yeah. Okay. Is that okay? okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Do do I decide like what stage the shot is in and everything? It's up to you, buddy. So hold on. Let me think of what I'm I'm thinking if I would do a first (laughs) look or if I'm doing like... really. Yeah, throwing Garrett under the bus. I know, I'm sorry. I am throwing Garrett under the bus. No, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, um, (laughs) We'll do it live. I'm just thinking, I'll do, I'll do, we can do multiple. I'll do first look. Okay, Okay, cool. That sounds great. 
All right. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Good showing, Jamie. Okay, with that. <laughs> Next, we have uh, Garrett showing a shot from sequence 420. He's actually showing for I shouldn't have gone with 420. <laughs> I don't know. Blaze all day. <laughs> okay, but I already said it. So it's sh- uh, sequence 420, shots uh, 22 and 23. Uh, Garrett, do you have anything to say before we play him? So my heart rate, as, as Ben is talking, this is just the internal monologue. My heart rate is rising because I'm feeling like I'm in the moment, which is normal. <laughs> Every true. time I show in dailies, my heart rate goes up. And I would say, hey, Garrett, how are you? Be like, yeah camera on <laughs> hi katie <laughs> um i'll be like i usually go hey everyone hey katie and then okay we should do this organically sorry guys <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, i'll start you off sorry again. sorry okay. sorry so okay so the listeners know so katie is the director she just got done seeing a shot from somebody else jamie from jamie and i'm going to introduce garrett because he's the next person on the list so <clears throat> Okay. Uh, okay. Next, we have Garrett showing sequence 420. He has two shots, 22 and 23. Uh, Garrett, is there anything you want to say before we play him? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Hey, Katie. Hey, Garrett. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this <laughs> is the first look for the shot where, uh, you know, the grandma has like a really has a big take. Um, so, I don't know. I was thinking somebody said Ben's laughing. That's great. So, <laughs> this is that that take that we talked about. I think the last time we talked was an issuing, and you mentioned you wanted to be really broad and cartoony. So, um, the only caveat is I didn't really do any of the lip sync yet. It's just like the body. So, okay. Um, we can take a look at that and let you know what you think. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to cue it up and we say it plays. So Ben needs to act out the shot. Though. <laughs> 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 Boy, but my face isn't moving. <laughs> uh, can we play that one more time? Sure. Cool. Let it All right. My heart is Thank thumping. You. <laughs> yeah. It, this, this is looking really good, Garrett. I, I definitely, yeah, I can see what you're going for. I, I, I'm thinking, you know, maybe right now she feels really surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking maybe she needs just a little bit of a hint of annoyance, you mm-hmm. know, because she's okay. just interrupted. And so if we could just walk that line um, a little more between annoyance and surprised. And, you know, it's really close right now. It's oh, just right. kind of, yeah, tweaking those dials in the face a little bit. Maybe more of a concerned brow or like a, a more annoyed eye shape or something would help that. Yeah, there's, okay. yeah, I think you're right. There's something in the eye mask or the, the eyelids. I don't know. Does anybody else have any thoughts or um, feel you need like a supervisor? Uh, yeah, <laughs> supervisor. <laughs> yeah, what are you showing? Uh, this is awful. I really like what Garrett did with the body, though. How how broad it is. Yeah, it's 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 really looking. Thank great. you so much. It's it's just a matter of just hitting that emotion of the yeah annoyance, annoyance. a little more. Um, and and I guess yeah, I guess I. Would want to see it one more time, if that's okay, if you guys don't mind. Oh, but, totally. Um, but it's super, super close. Yeah, just keep going. And um, yeah, I think that's looking great. So awesome. I'm the production coordinator again. All right. Well, Garrett, <laughs> do you have any other questions or do you think we're good? No, that was super clear. Next time you see it, I will have addressed that note. And um, yeah, hopefully 
take it all the way home. Thank you. (laughs) Giggling like a little. I feel like a mad scientist. I feel drunk with power. I've created this situation. This is the greatest idea. Having more fun I've ever had. Very hard to give feedback on a shot you can't see. I know. But that was it. Yeah, you guys did incredible. So good. But that was, was I mean, I would say that was not far off from how how daily sounds. That was pretty darn, yeah, that was accurate. Now, I will say from the animator's perspective, usually when I'm in this situation now, ironically, even though we're doing like recording a podcast, (laughs) I felt more at ease here with you guys than I, in dailies, I feel like my... Sometimes I'm so nervous. Maybe I have a problem. I don't know if you guys have that too. Oh, totally. I can like hear my heart beating. Okay. so like so intense. Yeah. I start sweating like profusely. It it doesn't come up when you see other people show everyone like seems to like look normal, I I guess. We all hide it very well. Yeah. For sure. You know what? Frankly, even if you were super nervous, like I don't think people would care. (laughs) You know, like everybody kind of knows that it's. Inherently awkward and nerve-wracking. Yeah. So yeah, I I think people kind of give you the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah, you know. especially yeah. newer, younger folks, they'll mm-hmm. know that. And yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I like uh, one thing Katie did, which is sometimes, yeah, directors will do this. They'll be like, kind of ask the question for the room. And yeah. it's usually reference, like it's to talk to specifically the supervisors or the head to be like, what do you think? And I wonder if they do that when they're like something is wrong but i don't know what is wrong yeah. and i maybe they i don't know the language it's necessarily like to, yeah 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 and sometimes i don't know how you guys feel about this but i feel like if you get a note or if you get sort of like a vague idea of what the notes are just like something overall isn't working almost mm-hmm. i don't know if mm-hmm. i've gotten that where like there's just a bunch of like little things and there's not a clear thing and it's just like go back to the drawing board you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't working for sure but that was fun i i thank you ben for... i'm, I'm really impressed with both of you oh thank you really good. we've just done a lot of dailies i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too too real Re- uh, related to this question um, i wanted to ask you guys like my original question was to give kind of the play-by-play of how dailies works, but mm. we since we just did like a scripted version, mm. what I'll tack on to that is sort of how do you guys prepare for dailies and like what are you doing mm. when you, you know, submit your shots and you set up your Zoom or whatever? Like, can you give that kind of play-by-play of how dailies works either at home or in the studio? Mm. Ben, yeah. you should totally take this one. <laughs> yeah, That's actually, it. let's direct this one at Ben. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Um, so generally, yeah, I'll, I'll get to the, I'll get the shot, especially for a first look, to a point where I feel like it's enough is there to communicate my idea or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, so I sign it up for dailies, and then usually, let's say dailies at le- is at like three p.m. So I'll, I'll sign it up. I usually like to do it like pretty well in advance even if i keep kind of chipping away mm-hmm. at it in the background i'll sign up whatever version i have at like 1 p.m for dailies and um um so then daily starts and and you usually have kind of like a list of what other shots are being shown mm-hmm. shown when you're showing and where you fall in mm-hmm. that list so let's say there's three people ahead of me i usually am hanging out in the daily this right now it's happening remotely mm-hmm. um 
I'm in the dailies room and I just have my camera turned off generally yeah. on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were in person, I would just be sitting in the room, but just hanging out, not saying anything, just watching. And then the director and the prod people and everybody, they slowly make their way through the list and look at every shot and, you know, give their feedback on it. And then as it's like starting to get closer to me, I usually start rehearsing in my head, like mm. the the first thing Garrett said, where he kind of like said where he was with the shot and any caveats and everything. I start doing that. And then when it comes to me, um, I, sometimes it gets you into trouble too because like <laughs> I'll have like a very specific idea of what I'm going to say in my head but then if the director <laughs> says something that like throws me off oh, brain, yeah. like short circuits <laughs> I've been there where it's yeah. like oh fun shirt you have on and I was like I, I was didn't not plan prepared for this. this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's usually when the awkwardness comes in. I'm like, oh, ha, ha. <laughs> I don't know how to react. Got to that. a shirt too, but it's, um, but yeah, usually it's it's okay. And then yeah, I'll give a quick any caveats in the intro, and then they play it, and yeah, yeah. Know, is there? I feel like there might yeah. be stuff that I'm missing, but it's totally oh, about how. I guess one thing I was thinking about for me for this question was like. I feel like I bring a notepad, but then I'm so like blackout and nervous that I, the notes I take are like gibberish and like really bad handwriting. And sometimes you're in a dark room and then the handwriting (laughs) is even worse. Um, So something I'll do right after dailies is then do a much more thorough pass of trying to write down the notes in, Mm. in a neater yeah, and neater writing and trying to remember, really remember what everybody said. Um, That's a good one. Actually, I do that too. And then what I should have said, I also, when I'm preparing my intro and stuff, I usually also in the back of my mind have maybe a couple of specific questions if anything came up. Yeah. I generally don't lead with those questions, but I just have them at the front of my mind um, in case, like as oh, we're yeah, watching it, if true. the director's like, Oh, do you mm-hmm. have any questions? Or, or if they start touching on something that I was wondering about, then I'll launch into it and be like, Oh yeah, actually I was wondering if, you know, maybe yeah. this is happening too fast and I need to take time from somewhere else. And that's true. But, Sometimes I write down my caveats and my questions just mm, to make sure cool. I hit upon them. But yeah, that's the point. What about you, Gary? (laughs) No, it echoes what everything you guys said. It's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And I definitely relate to the notes. um, (laughs) Like I look down at my notes after dailies and I'm like, what did like, it's like (laughs) head turn frame 25, like slow, like, or whatever. (laughs) And then after I have to like translate it and take like 20 minutes. Um, Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll just add like, since you're, you guys are talking about being nervous and that kind of thing something I'm working on actually like in therapy and, and on myself is just preparing for dailies with certain exercises and mantras. Like I'll, I'll breathe Mm. and like Mm. I'll take a slow breath in, hold it for three seconds, exhale and then hold that for three seconds and like try to fill and empty my stomach as much as possible Mm. just like right before. And and that kind of helps just calm down your system a little bit. Totally. Um, and then I, if you're like super worked up, there are certain things you can remind yourself of. Like a lot of my therapist was explaining that a lot of nerves kind of comes from you trying to predict the future and mm-hmm. worrying about the worst case scenario or whatever it is, or worrying about every single outcome. And you just kind of have to tell yourself, 
I cannot predict the future and、mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. So just don't think about it or try to think about something else or distract yourself. And then, and you can tell yourself if something bad happens, like I'll deal with it then. And、mm-hmm. I don't need to deal with it now. So <laughs> that is a fantastic point. Like, it's a、yeah. good thing to bring up that the fact that the source of all of this nervousness and anxiety is all just like predicting this future that、yeah. might not happen. And、yeah. 90% of the time, because you're so anxious, you're preparing the shot in a way that you're giving yourself. This leeway, like it's not going to be what you think it is going to be in、yeah. your head. Like, even if it's a bad showing or something, it's not going to be as horrendous as it、yeah. you're anticipating it to be. So, I'm glad you brought that up because、like, that is the source of the anxiety. Yeah. And we, you were talking about like the director throwing you off by making a joke or something. And <laughs>、right. um, I, something I talked with my therapist about was like feeling pressure to be funny and like charming in every、mm. review. And she was like, Basically, saying like you don't have to put that pressure on yourself,、mm-hmm. and like you can just focus on being pleasant, which comes more naturally to you. And like,、mm. you don't have like, do you, do you, the animators that are more quiet and don't make jokes, like, do we like them any less? Like, no, I, I feel、yeah. like we actually like a lot of the quieter animators, <laughs> like, especially like them because they're quiet.、Yeah. So, like, don't worry about it if you're like, Not making as many funny jokes as the person that went right before you because、totally. it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I feel like the department appreciates you know, the breadth of personalities that it has. So, yeah, yeah, easier, <laughs> easier said than done. I still get really nervous, but <laughs>、yeah. working on yeah. it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all of us for sure, definitely.、Um, no, that's, a, that's a great train of thought. Garrett, were you going to ask something before I launched into it? <laughs>、uh, uh, let me see. If I, was.、Um, I guess this is sort of related. Like, do you guys feel like、um, it's gotten easier for you over the years to receive feedback? Or do you feel like you're still on the same like, level of anxiety than you were before? Has it gotten worse? Like, I'm just curious the trajectory. Like, because I imagine students. You know, if they're just starting out, if it's anxiety inducing, and then they're like hearing these like professional animators who are just also anxiety. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't know, has it gotten better? Or, I mean, Katie said she had some techniques to kind of deal with it, but curious what you think. It's a good question. Does anything immediately come to mind, Katie? <laughs>、uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say it's gotten better.、Yeah. Like, I think just, um, If you've been at a studio for a little bit or you've worked with the same people for a little bit, for me, just having like the history of past successes helps dampen the pressure of the current、mm. um, shots or projects. So, like, I know that my performance on this shot like, isn't going to define me for the people I'm working with. I, I get. I get noticeably more nervous when it's like new people, new project, because、mm. then you feel like, oh, like first impressions or whatever.、Yeah. Um, totally. But once you kind of get that initial first showing or first, yeah,、uh, new shot with new project, new leadership, like I feel like I, I get better about、um, dealing with it. I don't know. What do you think, Ben? Yeah. No, I was, I was actually going to say very similar things. And I, I think I, I still, in the moment, probably feel. A lot of the same feelings,、yeah. but I'm, I'm better at talking myself down more quickly. <laughs> you、mm-hmm. know, and a lot of it has to do with like what you were saying. Just you can c- look back on your history and be like, 
Um, I mean, regardless of what it is, even if like you feel like you're totally striking out on this whole movie and you just don't mm-hmm. gel with the director or whatever, you can be like, well, on the last one, I, I did better. And, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not that I'm a bad animator. It's just that, you know, things aren't really gelling right now or, you know, maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be whole movies. Maybe it can just be, you know, oh, I'm having a particularly tough time with this shot, but mm-hmm. you know, in the past I've done X, Y, and Z. So yeah, I do feel like just experience kind of gives you these tools to to dampen the or to dull the blade yeah you know and now i know yeah certain things about myself like okay after right after a review i'm gonna be pretty distracted or unfocused for you know an hour or whatever and i'll usually like go for a walk or that might be the time that i choose to do an exercise break just to really like let my give myself a break and shake the anxiety. Yeah, away. exactly. Shake <laughs> things out or off. And uh, what do you think for yourself? It's it's similar to you guys. I feel like the longer I've been working, the more I've tried to distance like my value as a human. Yeah. With animation, I think Guillermo talks about that in our real episode, and I think that's the number for me. That's like the number one thing that mm-hmm. um, helps me with the anxiety because if I if I'm anxious in dailies or something, it's, it's because like what Katie said, like, um, it's like, you feel like your shot's going to go poorly, your mind read, or you're predicting the future. And okay. So if we go down that line of thought, your shots bad, that means you're a bad animator. Right. And then that means, okay, you're going to get fired because you're not doing good. And that means you're ultimately means you're a worthless person. If you're going down this line of thought, which is so illogical. Yeah. But if you, it's like, if I equate value with being an animator, then that Mm. incentivizes that line of thinking. But if you just don't feel that way, it really helps. And um, I think the longer you're in the industry, the more you can separate it because you have more experiences with it. But also we, um, one like very logistical piece of advice is we have the luxury of being able to sit in on dailies even mm. when we're not showing mm-hmm. um, or you sit in for the few shots before or after your own shot and you just see other animators getting notes and you yeah. realize everybody gets notes everyone even the, the, top, the top dogs yeah. are getting notes and showing multiple times and that's just what we do so <laughs> you don't have to feel yeah like it's personal or it's just you it's just part of yeah part of our job yeah yeah definitely yeah this this like it just vaguely connects but it just reminded me of something that i love and i might have talked about it on this podcast too before so i'm just doing everything i can <laughs> to just take away any validity from what i'm about to say <laughs> but um I was having a conversation once with uh, Malkin, who was the head of animation mm-hmm. on on Raya, and it was actually when we were both working on Encanto for a little bit. And um, it, I just think part part of what adds to our anxiety and what makes it extra hard to receive negative feedback is that sometimes you will see some other animators and you feel like they're not getting as much feedback mm-hmm. as you are or, or things are going more smoothly. And then I know for myself, I have a tendency to think that it's like easier for them too, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're they're just like knocking this stuff out. And one of my favorite things Malkin said to me once was like, there are no easy shots, just lucky ones. And <laughs> it was like my favorite thing. So like if somebody, you know, you feel like you are just having like horrible luck and people are just knocking it out of the park and not getting as much feedback or, or as many like redos or anything as you are 
certainly not to take away from their talent. They, you know, might be mm-hmm. fantastic animators, but there is an element of luck too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if just you and the director gel really well and you seem to have the same taste and, and it can go the other way too. And you can just kind of not be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And uh, for or me, maybe that maybe they haven't the even like figured out the shot yet. And yeah. they're, and they're still kind of figuring out certain story points and it's kind of happening live while you're working on the shot. Yeah, and that can happen too. too. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I just I just love that to like, I don't know, for, regardless of whether you're doing really, really well or feel like you're doing really, really mm-hmm. poorly, there is a little bit of an element of luck that you just kind of have to like let yeah. go control of and yeah. it kind of helps take, take the edge off for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I like that. Um, there, What is it? There are no hard shots. There's just... No easy there's, shots. There are no easy <laughs> shots. I'm just <laughs> butchering Malkin's beautiful quote. Awesome. I'm sorry, Malkin. <laughs> yeah, no easy ones, just lucky ones. No so. easy ones, just lucky ones. Which I love too, because every now and then you get one of those random shots where it's like a head turn with mm-hmm. expression change and like you just can't get it right, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, this thing is 32 frames I'm showing it for the fourth time. Like what's wrong with me, you know, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's, it it's also a reminder too that like, just cause a shot's going smoothly for an animator, like with, you know, the director doesn't mean with just internally, they're struggling with the shot. Like, cause just because it's going smooth, the director doesn't mean like they're not struggling with it on their own. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, mm-hmm. There's so many ways a shot can be rough. It doesn't have to just be with in the, in dailies. So, yeah. Cause like I've struggled on mechanics on some shots and probably to the outside, it like will look like, Oh, that went smooth. And it was like, I was struggling the entire time I was animating. Yeah. That's a really good. Point. Yeah. 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 I think it'd be worthwhile to revisit um, the question of what it's like to give feedback. And even if like we haven't really done it that often, like talking about sort of the challenges mm. of giving feedback and what you think they are for, the soups we work with that's great and can i add to this yeah if if we if it makes sense when whoever is answering (laughs) (laughs) one thing i wrote down is strategies for asking for feedback too whether you're student Uh, or professional Mm. student like cold asking someone or just if it comes up organically while talking about giving it to i'd I'd be interested because maybe they would go together (laughs) i'm sure there's a way yeah I have like one, I thought of one thing to say about this um, <laughs> when I've given feedback like one time. I, I tend to like to give feedback from like a top down approach where it's like, mm. I'd start with like the big picture ticket item. Like, is the idea working? Mm. You know, just is, is it kind of clear? Um, is there anything you can do to improve that? And then kind of work my way down to more like, okay, then mechanics, kind of like how we did our, um, I think we did like a real review oh, yeah. at some oh, point. Yeah. And we, uh-huh. I think we might've structured it that way too. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it helps me like organize my thoughts. Cause then it, it just like depends on what there, cause there, you know, you can give feedback on like anything, but for instance, like if an animator reaches out to me and they're like, Hey, I've shown first look. Um, and they like the idea, but just like, give me, give me notes. That's different than it's like, Oh, I haven't shown anything can you give me notes on this? Cause if they have, if they haven't shown anything, then I'll be like, oh, okay. Like I think you can make this idea funnier by doing this thing mm-hmm. versus like, okay, this is kind of locked in. I'm just going to give like 
notes yeah. to plus what they already have. Yeah. So I don't know. Have oh, you guys see that's perfect. You did connect to them <laughs> because you're saying like, it's important when you're asking the feedback for yeah. feedback to maybe give a little background about yes. like yeah. the context behind what you're showing. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally yeah, everything so. you said. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other like things, but yeah. if you guys have other things. Like I, something that intimidates me about someday, you know, pursuing a supervisor position is just like the emotional toll of giving feedback. And, um, I'm certainly, I think I'm somebody who like would be very scared of hurting somebody's feelings Hmm. or like Hmm. knowing that you're giving a bunch of notes that might take a long time and that might be making somebody Mm. do more overtime and be feel very sensitive about all of those things or making somebody go over their deadline and but then you know juggling the greater good question of like okay well this is better for the movie and it's better for the real and like yeah I just feel like I would be super sensitive about all that stuff and it's definitely like very or it seems like it could be very emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's probably particularly tough as a supervisor too, because you're very well aware of the deadlines as yeah. well as like, mm-hmm. so Matt, like, I don't know what you would do in a situation as a supervisor. If you're seeing the shot for like the 10th time and it's like not working, the deadline's like a week ago and uh, you're just like, yeah. uh, I want to give you major notes, but we don't have time to address it. So even just not, that's like not necessarily emotionally draining. I guess that's yeah. more like logistically. Act, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I can, I mean, I don't know how people do it, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's super, in, in cases like that, it's just so specific to yeah. what show you're on, what the budget is, where mm-hmm. you are in the schedule. And yeah, but gosh, yeah, it'd yeah. be tough. And I guess... I guess you probably just get practice with it and become a little, not desensitized, but just like more used to it and knowing which which things are worth giving and which ones are worth keeping mm. to yourself or whatever. Yeah. And Like pick your battles type of yeah, thing. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I imagine. but Yeah. You know, actually uh, I did once listen to a talk where Simon Otto was talking about how he directs his supervisors. So at, at, like DreamWorks, it was like he was the head guy and then there was people under him called supervisors and then all the rest of the animators. And he would say to his supervisors, like, don't go for perfect because it's never going to happen. Just like decide on your top one to three things uh, that like hmm. have to be done. And then if you get the animator to do all those things and you have extra time, that's great. You can do other stuff, but that's the main thing. So, I mean, obviously yeah. that's just one example, but Yeah. Seems like a good way to think about it. (laughs) It is just from, I know with the three of us have talked about it before, like sometimes we'll write these mammoth emails giving feedback and stuff. And it is so draining. And Mm -hmm. because like Garrett said, you know, you can just kind of, you can talk about anything because it can be like, well, you know, these kind of like high level things are going on. So maybe tweak X, Y, and Z, but then you could also go into the nitty gritty of like this expression and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, but then again, if you're kind of changing the idea, maybe that doesn't even apply. So, right. And it's just like so hard, but yeah, yeah. I feel like for students, a lot of the times they can kind of gauge what level they're at. And if it's still pretty early, it might not be worth them incorporating any specific feedback on the pieces they've already done. And then I make a point Mm. to say, 
these are kind of more things to keep in mind for the next one. And like, I, I think it's worth just keep going, just doing another exercise, a completely different one. And, um, but it is a tough, yeah. That's a really good tough point. call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 On that note, <laughs> play with like students reaching out, do you have any strategies or, or any oh, like, right. yeah, maybe like big, either big do's or don'ts for mm. like, we've, we have kind of touched in the past on like, <laughs> don't be offended if people don't respond when you're cold asking mm-hmm. for feedback or something, because like we just said, it, it is really draining sometimes. Um, so yeah, does anything immediately come to mind? For the student, basically, yeah, asking. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. Gosh. <laughs> I know I ask without really anything in my head. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. I'm trying to think of do's and don'ts. Like you said, I think giving context on the pieces and where they are in school is great and what jobs they're interested in. Um, That's really a good idea. Yeah. I feel like there's kind of two things, too, where like you could ask for feedback on one specific piece um, and that's a little bit less intimidating or yeah a lot of people ask for feedback on their entire demo reel which is also worthwhile and then Mm. like you can get into the nitty-gritties of like oh what should the order be is there anything i should take off um ah gosh well it's it's interesting you're yeah i totally agree with what you just said and maybe it's good to kind of to combine like what you know we previously talked about with Garrett before with what you just said what I loved is that I think maybe sometimes to take a little bit of the pressure off the person you can try to be a little more specific with what you're asking mm-hmm. for like yeah if it's like okay here here are a couple shots I'm generally wondering about I don't know like I'm struggling Mechanics with this thing or, or something mm-hmm. yeah just in and say you can still be open to anything, but I don't know, just to narrow it down mm. a little bit. Or if it is the whole reel, be like, I'm mainly looking for like high level reel notes where oh, like, yeah. you're saying like, yeah. should I like change the order or anything like that to save the person from spending hours dissecting every single shot. Yeah. Um, and then maybe in another email later or something to somebody else, yeah, you can ask about more specific else things. I should add to the reel that's yeah. missing. Or... Maybe kind of break those up. Cause yeah, yeah, it is a lot just to be like critique every single shot and the reel as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like whatever yeah. you can do to alleviate the pressure and the amount of time on the person you're asking is good. And yeah. you could offer like, totally happy to do this over email if that's easier totally happy to hop on a call if Mm. that's more time efficient like whatever makes sense for you um Um, yeah and then i guess also like after you as a student you would send the email and then the the person gets back to you definitely be very appreciative of the time that they spend because that i know is a like a pet peeve i've heard um if someone you know spends like all this time writing up critique and then they don't hear from the student or something. I don't know if it's because they're upset about it or maybe they just, I don't know, just basically be kind of appreciative of it. Um, Gosh, that sounds harsh. Well, I I do (laughs) feel like as a student, it's kind of hard to understand how busy professionals Mm -hmm. are. Like we just have weekends. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we 
don't have, have, have <laughs> like for us at Disney, you know, there's a good six months out of the year where we are working six days a week and we are working 12 hour days. And like, we really yeah. do not have free time or, mm-hmm. and we're barely, you know, get into laundry on that one day off. So like if yeah. anybody gives you feedback, then it's like yeah. definitely a sacrifice. <laughs> right, yeah. If they schedule a coffee chat with you, it's like definitely a sacrifice. Um, so just being really mindful and appreciative of that is, yeah, is important. And it's, it's good to emphasize too. It's important to do this, to like reach out to professionals or teachers or whatever for feedback for growth. So it's not to like dissuade people, you know, that everyone's like above, you know, critiquing. We're not saying that at all, but it's just, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, remindful or a reminder to be respectful when you ask in any way. Um, yeah, that's what I guess that comes to my mind, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if somebody like I, I told, we've talked about this before. I totally get like reaching out to multiple people at the same time, just cause you don't know who's going to reply and maybe you've tried a bunch of people that haven't replied. But what I would say is if somebody does get back to you, then maybe stop reaching out to others and mm. just focus on oh, that yeah. person's feedback for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. At Where least not like come spamming to that? the entire yeah. industry. Because <laughs> I, I, we certainly have come across people who like, we know multiple people have responded to that person yeah. and they still <laughs> sent emails to like every single other person at the studio. So Yeah. Yeah, be. Like one person will see that I'm the best. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the only thing I'll add to this is like if you're a student and you're struggling to get consistent feedback, I would really consider yeah, the online school classes mm. if you can afford them because, you know, you're paying somebody to give you the type of industry feedback that you need. And, um, and there are some new ones too, like um, some former Disney people started Kyosil, mm-hmm. uh, which I think we've linked before on our, our Instagram, but the, it's, I think that, um, online school is way more feedback based and it's mm-hmm. kind of more catered towards somebody who's a little more farther along in their career and like mm-hmm. has a demo reel, but just needs to improve it. Um, yeah. I think there's also, Oh, sorry, go on. Oh no. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I think there's one I just heard of recently too. That's like a bunch of uh, Pixar animators and it's something similar to that Mm. where it's like an hour a week or something, which maybe we can put some of these things in the show notes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I forget its name off the top of my head, but yeah. It's another reminder how valuable those kind of classes and resources are because yeah, it's just, it's hard sometimes to, you know, take time out of the day to that you time that you might not have to be able to give notes. But if you have, some money to use towards this kind of thing. I've also, and I think Joe mentioned this, maybe I've also heard of people reaching out to ask if somebody would be willing to be a paid mentor Mm -hmm. um, and do one-on-one sessions. So that could be something where if there's an animator you admire, you could ask them if they're interested in a paid mentorship Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe they'd be more open to you there. There's also, um, yeah, Rise Up Animation too, if you are a minority you can reach out for feedback on that channel as well okay so i have another couple uh questions that might be kind of random quick answers i'm not sure we'll see we'll see how they feel Ooh, free to answer okay. them as long I'm intrigued. as intrigued <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so okay 
Here's a specific example. What if you like show a director something for the, let's say it's the first or second time or whatever, and they just say, I love it. No notes, no notes at all. It's perfect. Mm. What comes next? Like what happens after that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess you would generally get work with your animation leadership team to polish and find all the shots. Um, and that's usually more craft-based things where they're helping you perfect arcs and appealing poses and facial and honing the lip sync and really any little thing that comes up, like tweaking eyelid shapes. and um, But generally, you wouldn't change it too much from what mm. the director approves. Um, it's kind of like you're... Yeah, in the home stretch then, then you just go through your normal polish. But I don't know, anything to add? The the only thing I thought of is that sometimes that doesn't mean you are done. Because there, depending on the director and the head of animation, like sometimes the directors can be way more willing to final something than, mm-hmm. and you still have to get through the supervisor who actually yeah. is more, can be more like opinionated and more have more ideas. So depending on the movie you're on, that can be like, obviously the greatest thing ever, or it can just be like, okay, that's step one. Now we have to get through step two. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's true. But what Katie said is totally valid. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I'll have a shot approved um, by the director. And then I'm surprised by how much the anim leadership team seems willing to change it. Yeah. Um, not in big ways, but just like ways that are bigger than I thought they would, yeah. they would take it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I've gotten used to it over time. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Another quick one for you. <laughs> what if you're in dailies and the director asks you to do something, you literally don't know how to do it? What would you, how do you handle that? <laughs> Completely lie. And then yeah. ask your supervisor no for problem. help. That is easy. <laughs> oh, I've been there. Or I've been there in issuing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just kind of, I think I smile and nod and <laughs> I'm super agreeable and I say, oh yeah, it sounds great. Like I'll, I'll play with that. Like, I love that idea, blah, blah, blah. And then I might afterward, you know, if it's something complicated or something, yeah, like I don't know how to do it. Um, I'm trying to think of an example without like crossing NDA like well i've had shots where characters are interacting with vines stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and being issued i remember thinking like oh my god i don't know how to do this like this seems really complicated um afterwards maybe you pull somebody aside who's done shots like that or similar shots or somebody who you know is very technically proficient um, and kind of get their take on how would you approach this or how would you set this up and um, and I often pull similar shots just to like see what other people have done. Um, but I, I mean, I definitely have those moments where my heart drops and I'm like, Ooh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like yeah. really out of my um, element here. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that we're like as animators expected to just like figure out yeah. anything yeah. like, cause that, yeah, like a quadruped, jumping and then like swinging like sometimes you'll yeah. get a shot and you're like i don't even i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah yeah 
So that's, yeah, everything Katie said, I think. Yeah, is fortunately, I feel like people are pretty aware of when those shots come up, too. And they'll be like, yeah, I don't know how you're going to do it. But <laughs> good luck. <I'm> excited. <laughs> yeah, and they'll have a good sense of humor about it where they're like, oh, I'm excited to see what you do. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I'm glad I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, people are pretty nice about it. But that's yeah. a good question. That is a good question. Do you have an answer? Gosh, no, I think everything you guys said is great. <laughs> and then, of course, depending how things go, uh, just keeping like production and everybody in the loop to let them know if like, hmm. if it is something yeah. that's like, you know, impossible or crazy or that you've never done before, I feel like uh, I might be a little late on this. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, maybe yeah. you'll need more time. Yeah, that's a really good point. So I have, I have just one more of these like rapid Ooh, questions. Keep coming. Hey, and we might have kind of touched on this a little bit, but same thing where I'm just going to throw a scenario at you where what if you're like in dailies or talking to a supervisor or something and they tell you to do something you already tried in a previous uh, version that you didn't show anyone. So like it was uh, an idea you, you were considering with blocking, you decided it didn't work. Um, so you showed something else, but then they asked for it, which it, I feel like surprisingly happens mm -hmm. a lot. That's mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good and specific one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought your others weren't. <laughs> right, <laughs> the other ones finally. Already <laughs> in this thing, you asked some worthwhile questions. Uh, oh, that's, that's tough. I mean, there might. I feel like I've run into situations where. I literally have a movie file saved somewhere and I might ask them to pull it and say, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I have something kind of like that. Maybe we could watch that and talk about it. Um, or I might just wait until after and, and not bring it up at all. And then yeah. talk to the soup about it and say, Oh, like, here's what I did before. Like, I don't know. That's tough. That's, I, feel I don't know that I've ever said, actually, I already tried that. It doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> the only time I would voice, um, that I've already tried something is I have a pretty, if, if I have a pretty strong case for why that thing didn't work. Like if I was like, Oh yeah, I tried that thing, but the only problem with it is it covers up the silhouette on this. So if that's fine, like I can go back and do that. But like, I feel like 80 to 90% of the time I would just be like, okay, that's what the director wants. Um, I'm just going to next pass. I'm going to show them that thing I did and that I thought failed and maybe then they'll realize that it didn't which yeah. it's probably better to like have a discussion about it you know because that's a tough call it does yeah very case by case and like what you just said the example you gave seems yeah like totally fine and not mm -hmm. like at all confrontational to be like oh yeah the, like the only thing that came up um, that yeah. caused me pause or hesitation was like, it's going to cover up this other character or whatever. Yeah. Like if you have yeah. like a good reason for why it didn't work rather than like, I just didn't like it. Your, your, right. <laughs> your direction doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but Ben, what do you think about that? I'm like picturing Garrett saying that. I don't like it. Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, this kind of touches on what we talked about before. Yeah. Or I think Katie was saying, like, it's it's just how you do it. Um, yeah. And I would agree with Garrett that I would err on the side of, like, just be like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. And, and then show the, the version you had previously had or something. And then if it still doesn't work, you can, you can talk about it then. But, and this also actually what Kate was talking about before with like the technical things, like the vines and then asking after mm -hmm. dailies, like if you don't know how to do something, um, 
that's not, I love that you said that and I wanted to add to it, but forgot at the time that it's, it's not the director's problem, that stuff, like how yeah, to do something. Point. Great point. And so you want, you don't want to bog them down with that. And then usually when, if you're getting an issuing or you're in dailies or something, there's like anywhere from like five to like 90 other people in the room and you don't want to waste everybody's time, like oh asking specifically how to do this or that. So I think it's great what you said to like, just be like, okay, I'll figure it out. Or like, that sounds good in the, in the room and then spend the time figuring it out with a smaller group later. Dude, I've totally been in situations where I've like asked the director things where I'm like, why they have no idea. I'm like, is that asset rigged uh, director? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why did I ask them that? Yeah, that's the scenario yeah. where you just wait and figure it out later on your yeah. own. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. And <laughs> yeah. I, I think it it uh, relates to what, what we're just talking about too, with like, if you feel like you've tried something in the past, the directors have so much going on yeah. and there's so, it's it's best just to be like, I don't know. It, yeah, it's just hard to like, if all of a sudden they, they're directing like, you know, hundreds of artists and all of a sudden there's this one where they feel like they have to defend everything they say to that artist to get them to do it. Like, that's not good. So yeah, yeah, of, of course, like Garrett said, there, there are times when there's like very objective things where it's like, oh, if we do that, we might, it might break this or that that's happening around it. So, and maybe it's okay to bring those up, but yeah, definitely err on the side of like, okay, I'll just try it and show your yeah. previous version or whatever, even if you didn't think it would work, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. 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 I like that. The only um, sort of topic I feel like we haven't really super addressed yet is like more high level feedback, like end of show feedback or end mm. of year mm. feedback or how at, you know, at Disney we're invited to give our supervisors and leadership team feedback at the end of a project and, like, um, and occasionally during a show, you can ask a supervisor for feedback. So, um, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Or I think it'd be good just to bring it up as like another form of feedback that we encounter. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a really good. I guess I we could describe it to begin with. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who wants to? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it kind of like a little self explanatory with yeah. what you were saying. It's like at the end of a show, we'll get an opportunity to fill out this like Google Doc or, or whatever for different studios. It might be different software, but just to give our two cents on what we liked about a particular supervisor, what we thought could be improved, um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I think that goes also with just like the production as a whole. You can give a note on, uh, on how, the whole movie went and I, mm. I'm sure in classes too. I feel like I remember this. Oh yeah. We also had that give professors, oh, yeah. feedback. give professors feedback, give the class feedback. Yeah. And I guess my take on it is probably similar to what we've been talking about with giving feedback on shots. Honestly, it's like, you know, be respectful and have probably like compliment sandwich is a good way to go. Like have something at least nice to say. Um, but you know, if you have a thing that could be improved, just be respectful and don't be a complete dick about it. I think is the number be like, imagine if you, I think when I approach these things, it's like, imagine if the person was in front of you and you're telling them this, you wouldn't be like an asshole about it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a common sense type thing, but I, I, that's how I approach it. But Mm -hmm. curious about you guys. 
Yeah. I, I think that's yeah great for, you know, giving feedback. I, I think that's totally true. As far as for receiving feedback at the end of those, thing, you know, like end of show feedback, uh, generally what happens is, yeah, they'll give you like, you know, overarching and, and usually same thing. It's usually some sort of like compliment sandwich where it's like, you know, g- generally it seems like you handle these sorts of, these sorts of shots well. And, um, maybe something you could work on is that, well, for example, feedback I got in the past was maybe you could work on, uh, directing the eye a little better mm-hmm. throughout the shot. And, uh, you know, if you're not supposed to be looking at this one area of the screen, making sure the character is not moving a lot in that area or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and, and just being very conscious of that. Um, so yeah, that's, it's awesome if they get like that nitty gritty yeah. with you. Is it, and, um, and then as far as that's definitely not the time for you to be like, well, actually I disagree. Cause well, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, just take it as a situation. Yeah. Where you should totally just take it. And, um, yeah, then going forward, you could, that's something, you know, if you're in, regardless of what you go to, whether it's another movie or game or whatever, you can maybe even bring that up to leadership and be like, Oh, this is something I really want to work on. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe when they're deciding casting and stuff, they can kind of give you opportunities to work on that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling. Yeah, really. oh, that's <laughs> totally. It, it's just like way more high level feedback, sort of broad and just general growth feedback and and usually yeah kind of discuss your strengths and your and weaknesses which would be the notes they give and um they might bring up specific shots and things you did very well or could have been improved in a specific shot um they might bring up personality things which i i haven't really had because i think i think we're all pretty agreeable and easy to work with but they might bring up things like oh like this shot went over and like you didn't really communicate with the prod team and like we needed to know that or we wanted to have more of a dialogue and communication about that. Maybe, I don't know. Could could happen. (laughs) It's like also worth noting if you're able to get this type of feedback, it's pretty amazing because I feel like, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but since being a professional, yeah, there's like, I never usually get feedback like that. So if you are at a studio that does that, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, like, cause when you're working or when you're in school, it's so like routine to get feedback all the time. And then you just assume it's going to go that way in your yeah. professional life. And it just doesn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're just yeah, it's a void. like overarching. Yeah. It's usually so specific to like, okay, in this shot, you need to do this, but it's usually not like your whole career. It, yeah. Artistry. You as like an artist. Yeah. 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 So it's take it's a good point. You know, you know, it's maybe hard to hear some things but it's actually like really nice if you think about it if it's just genuinely trying to make you better um especially if you're in a place where you're like kind of comfortable in your job and you're like not at risk for being like like let go like you're not thinking like oh gosh this is gonna mean i'm gonna get let go or something but yeah yeah just totally it's good yeah and maybe like if you're a place where they don't give it you know you you could try to be a little like Hmm. you or take the initiative to ask somebody for it and, and ask pointed questions like, yeah, what can I improve upon? Like, what do you think are my strengths and weaknesses? What's kind of keeping me back from getting a raise or getting like a promotion or um, whatever it is. And you could kind of, or like, how do you see me in the department or whatever? And that's, that's scary. But you know, if you're not getting that information, you do have to ask and try to find out. So, yeah. 
And as a student too, like you could ask straight up, like, do you think I have a shot at an internship or a training program? Or do you think I'm not quite there yet? Or, um, God, that's a hard question to answer to as the teacher. Like, that's why I guess whoever you ask needs to be a person that you can trust with their, because a lot of people would probably be like, oh yeah, you know, I think you could get one, you know, like even if they're not. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's still worthy advice to, you sometimes have to be proactive about your feedback. Totally. It's not going to always come to you. Tip Tip jar. (laughs) So for today's tip jar, we have one which possibly we have done before, but none of us could remember if we have. So. Strong open a tip for us is to write down past tip jobs. Yes. <laughs> so if it's come up before, we apologize, but we're going to try to be a little more nitty gritty with it. So today's tip is to copy and paste curves for related, uh, I don't even know, anatomical features or things that are kind of connected. Mm-hmm. So one example would be... Oh, what a handoff. I thought you were doing the whole thing. Okay. Well, one of them, like a super polishy thing, is that you can take the, like the rotate X of the jaw or whatever you're using to open the jaw, whether it's TY or RX or whatever, and then copy that to the translation of the ears, which might sound weird, but yeah, oftentimes when we're talking, our ears do move a little bit with our jaw. Um, so it's a nice little extra level of polish that... Um, and then you should probably scale the curve down a ton. It should be like really, really subtle, but, um, yeah. you'll get a little bit of movement in there and it'll help, help it speeds uh, things up. Yeah, yeah. You could probably use that on the nostrils too sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and those moving around or, or widening or narrowing or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's, yeah. there's been situations too, where like I had like the T Y on the head and then I put that on the chest, but offset it a little bit. So it's mm. like a slight compression yeah, i mean that's like that certain cases accordion feeling yeah yeah um sometimes i'll do it with like uh blinking curves on the lids i'll mm. i'll copy those to like the brows and get just like a little mm. movement on the brows when you blink or that sort of thing um, yeah that's good yeah i'm trying to think what else am i copy paste uh, well, there you go. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We need to keep that exactly as it is. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> we are struggling to come up with anything. I don't know why. We, we forgot how to animate. pretty handy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. save time. It helps save time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that brings us to our monthly social media plug where we say to follow us on basically our Instagram because I think we're not really oh my god everyone's so giggly (laughs) and we're keeping it in but um, yeah we're we're not super active on Facebook or Twitter anymore but um, do follow us on Instagram and message us there and uh, you can email us animationhappyhour at gmail.com as well if you have specific questions or contact us on our website animationhappyhour.com I'm going to go rogue here and say that we love the reviews you guys are leaving and I am (laughs) (laughs) I am deciding that monthly we are going to pick a random review to send a t-shirt to wow to incentivize, i don't have the money for that. <laughs> <laughs> to incentivize some more Ooh. reviews how do you guys feel about that Alza. yeah let's do it it's exciting 
And I would add that if you liked this format of episode, let us know too, because this is completely unique um, and we, we had a lot of fun doing it. So just let us know if you like this. Um, We're obviously, we still have plenty of stuff planned. We have like the day in the life of and more stuff. We're still going to do the other kind of podcast as well, but I think we'll, we'll also sprinkle more of these in there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. This has been Katie. And Garrett. Thanks Thanks. for listening. And... (laughs)